You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Maria Lauren, small business owner and creative entrepreneur. Each week, we'll discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to creatively pursue your dream job by crafting it yourself. Thank you for tuning in to episode 116. Today's guest will put all of your social media stress at ease. I know that might sound like a stretch, but if you feel like you can't make any progress on platforms like Instagram, I know you'll love this episode. Be sure to listen until the end to hear how you can get a copy of Allison's three-part Instagram makeover. Hi, Allison. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Can you tell me what your background is and how that led you to start your own business? So my background is actually in marketing. I started in the corporate space and I actually worked for the banking industry and I was in charge of all of the marketing aspects, all the graphic design, all their trade shows. And it was just a great job. I had a lot of fun, but I knew as I was getting older, I was married at the time, I wanted kids and this space would not allow me to have the flexibility to work part-time. So it was either I'm going to have to continue the corporate life and put my kiddo in daycare or with a sitter. And I knew that that was something I absolutely did not want to do. So I decided to go back to school and I got my master's in teaching because I thought that would be the best of both worlds. I'll be a teacher. I'll be (laughs) home with my babies. And while the teaching part was great, but it was just as hard, to be honest with you, just as hard as a corporate job, you know, with getting to school early and meetings and dealing with parents, with most parents were fine. I just knew this wasn't for me. So after my second child was born and I was still juggling teaching part time, we had some struggles at home with my second and we found out that he's actually on the autism spectrum. And it was an actual conversation with my son in the car one morning as I was dropping him off at the sitters so I can go to my teaching job. And he was so, so sad. And he's just like, mom, I wish you could drive me to school every day. And that was like the pivotal moment in my life where I'm like, okay, I hate going to work. He hates this. He is struggling. All I want to do is just be there for my kids, but I didn't just want that stay-at-home mom life, which that works for so many women, and it's amazing. And I did do that for a little bit, but I knew. I just knew I wanted something for myself. I am just naturally a creator. So that's when the whole thought of boss lady in sweatpants came in my mind that day was how can I work from home? still be fully present for my kids, help my son during this struggle time in his life. But I also want to build something and help other women. And that's when that whole boss lady in sweatpants, because I want to work at home in my sweatpants. I'm done with the corporate, you know, (laughs) philosophy of dressing (laughs) up. You know, I don't want to do that. So bossladyinsweatpants.com really started out as a mom blog. I really thought it was going to be all about the mom, you know, the mompreneur lifestyle. But as I was doing the whole website, trying to market it on social media. I just fell in love with social media, but I really fell in love with 
Instagram. So I just dove deep into Instagram. You know, I followed all the gurus. I took all the courses. I was in all the online memberships. And after so many years, I just figured out how to do it on my own. And now I teach mompreneurs really how to grow their presence on Instagram, how to leverage it and how to do it the way they want to do it. So that was kind of a long winded (laughs) explanation. You know, but I mean, I think you just start doing one thing. And as you go through the trial and error, you learn what you're really great at. Yes. Well, I love that you decided to keep looking for the right fit for yourself, especially after having invested so much into your education. Sometimes that investment paralyzes people to actually keep looking to do something that's more enjoyable or that fits with their schedule. So I think that's huge. Yeah, I would agree with that. And some people will ask me, do you ever regret going back to get your master's? And I said, no, because to this day, that education still serves me to help my son. So I think it was just a blessing in disguise for me to to have that education and to help him further along. Did you always see yourself starting your own business or did it just naturally progress that way because you knew this was the only way to create your own schedule? You know, going through college, I always dreamed of this concept of working from home. But to be honest, I had no idea how to do it. And I just kind of ignored it because at that time, I was the oldest of my family. It was expected of me to go to college and it was expected of me to get the job. And so I just kind of did what society expected me to do. And I think a lot of people do that. Mm -hmm, For sure. With your past experiences, do you feel like, or what experiences do you feel led you to start something for moms in particular? Because, you know, it seems easy enough to start something, but it's hard to niche it down. And it seems like you knew right away you wanted to focus on mompreneurs. I think, you know, that is a misconception, I think, is floating around where you hear all of these successful entrepreneurs push this concept of niching down. And I agree with them, but I also disagree in a bit because I think before you can niche down, you need to explore options for yourself in business so you can really discover what your zone of genius is going to be or what your zone of excellence is going to be. So it took all of that time with experimenting with running a website. And I even dabbled in photography. I still love photography to this day as a hobby, but I had a photography membership where I did stock photography and captions for Instagram. So, you know, and I consider that, I guess, as a niche, but I think you can't just jump into a business with a very small niche before you really explore what you're going to do in business. I think you have to almost start a little broad. And then as you start working through it, as you start working with clients and putting yourself out there, and the more you put into it, I think that's how you're really going to discover what your niche is. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Because I mean, it almost seems like you need a crystal ball to know right away where you're going to start or where you're going to focus. Can you tell me as far as working with mompreneurs, how did you find that that was your specialty? Because I've been in their spot before. And it was just, I knew what that feeling of, I want to be home with my kids, but I also want to build something for myself and be super proud of it. I want to be able to make either, you know, a side income or a full-time income to contribute to my family and, you know, contribute to my dreams. 
I know what that feeling is. I've been in their shoes. So I think that's why I feel so drawn to mompreneurs. And I think you'll find when you have your ideal audience that you'll actually still attract other people outside of that. And that's totally okay. That makes so much sense, especially if if you can speak from a place of understanding and, and you've already been through it. That really makes your voice sound very familiar to that mom that's sitting at home struggling with the same thing. Can you tell me a little bit about what you do? So currently, or not a little bit. Can you just, <laughs> yeah, can you just tell me what Boss Lady and Sweatpants is all about? Yeah, and I'm, and I start with the word currently because just as I said before, you never know when you make pivots in your in your business. But right now, I am a podcaster, and I do have my own podcast. It's social media for mompreneurs, where I dive into Instagram strategies, business, mom life, and really any anything in between. And I have a lot of great guests on there. But I'm also an Instagram coach, and I help mompreneurs build their presence, their brand on Instagram, but I help them do it with simplicity and control. I don't want any mompreneur to feel overwhelmed or pressured to have to do all the things on Instagram. Yes, I do teach all the features and the ins and outs and strategies, but I also teach mompreneurs to go back to their own brand clarity and to figure out what their intentions are on Instagram, what they want out of it. And we start with the one thing that they're going to implement and get really good at. And then we build on top of that. Okay. That makes so much sense. In other words, I feel like a lot of times we're told to just focus on one platform and then it feels like that platform, like if it is just Instagram, it feels like that platform itself has a hundred different things you could be doing on it. So it becomes overwhelming just to have even just one platform to focus on. So I love that you're saying that it's maybe not for everybody to do reels or IGTV or whatever else is you know new on the platform. It seems like they're always coming out with new tools for you to use. So, mm-hmm. it, so I like that you can focus on just a portion of it. Yeah, absolutely. And it goes back to, you know, understanding what your Instagram objective is. Like ask yourself, why are you even on the platform in the first place? You have to be like, am I there to build community? Or are you there to build brand awareness? Do you really want to just grow your email list. So understanding what your objectives are for the platform, that way you can figure out, well, what do you need to do? How are you going to show up? And you also have to keep in mind, well, who's your ideal audience? Mm, How are they expecting you to show up? Well, what do you feel is the, the biggest struggle in creating a good Instagram plan? The biggest struggle is the feeling of having to have all your ducks in a row and having it perfect from the get-go. I think perfection stops people from showing up, especially when it comes to creating Instagram reels and doing video. They are just so afraid to show up as their authentic self. And really, when you do show up as your authentic self, when you are making the mistakes and when you are stumbling over your words, that is when you are going to attract the right people to you. Because think about it, Instagram Instagram like two, three years ago used to be the space where the celebrity type influencers were like the go-to people, right? We wanted to like be like them. Well, we now see through the facade and we know that that just isn't real life. So 
I always put out there that people want to follow and do business with other people who mirror their life experiences. So I'm going to attract those moms who have the messy, crazy life when I show my messy, crazy life. Because life isn't perfect. Life isn't, you know, perfection. So when you're willing to put yourself out there like that, you're actually going to make better connections on Instagram. It is all about the connections. It's all about being real. I encourage you to take a little time this week just for you. I recently discovered Let's Make Art and I'm giddy with excitement. It doesn't matter if you're a beginner or a pro, if you're 3 or 83, Let's Make Art has something for everyone. From supplies and tutorials to monthly art boxes, their passion is to support you in your artistic adventure. You no longer have to worry that you're spending money on the wrong supplies because Let's Make Art offers art kits made specifically for each project. As a mom and a teacher at heart, I love that they also offer kits made especially for kids. The best part? Let's Make Art Kits and Art Supplies are all available online and delivered to your doorstep. And I have a special coupon just for you. Let's Make Art Simple together. Check out Let's Make Art today by going to my special link at zen.ai backslash handmade CEO pod. That's zen.ai backslash handmade CEO pod to get 20% off. Coupon code is activated at checkout and will also be available in the show notes. Now back to the show. And, you know, the other biggest thing that I hear is like, well, I don't have confidence. I just don't have confidence to do reels or I just don't have confidence to do video. And I always say, guess what? You have to, you know, confidence isn't given to you. Confidence is something that is earned. And when you really break down what that is, confidence is just self-trust. It's about trusting yourself to do something. It's not about your audience trusting you. It's about trusting yourself. So you have to do the video to get confidence. You're not going to get confidence and then do the video. You need to do the video. You need to do the reels first. And then that's when the confidence comes. I think you bring up a good point with the the messiness and how real it should look. I love for myself, I know I like when people post like IG versus reality because a lot of the people that we see, it does seem like everything's perfect, everything's clean, mm-hmm. everything's polished, but then you get a glimpse of the behind the scenes and it is messy. It's just life. I mean, it just doesn't seem to be any other way. So the idea that it has to be perfect can really be so crippling. Yes. I think that's why I love like Instagram stories. And that's the best place to start. Here's like a little tip. If you're like really afraid to do video or be vulnerable, start with Instagram stories. Because first of all, those stories are only up for 24 hours. That's like the perfect place to start showing your behind the scenes because both of us, Marie and I, we're both podcasters. So when we're listening to podcasts on our mobile devices, we are hearing a beautiful intro with music and it's edited. So there's like this feeling that, wow, podcasting has to be so perfect. So I like to show my behind the scenes of where I podcast. I'm in the corner of my bedroom. And for me, podcasting days, which happens to be today on Wednesdays, if you're to see me, I'm always in pajama pants. And I always have a messy desk because I want my audience to see that even though the final edit of a podcast sounds great, the actual podcasting, you know, events is not perfect. 
my dog may bark and I may have to pause, you know, my podcast episode right. or the kids are running up and down the stairs and I'm, you know, in a messy bond and I'm in my pajama pants. Like this is the real life of reality. podcasting, right? This is reality. I'm not in a studio. I don't have exactly. a team behind me. You know, I'm not in like that perfect, I don't know what do you call those, those like studio glass blocks where you like you have a team yeah. with all the electronics and a they're watching booth. you. Yeah, like a sound booth. Like, right. no, I'm sorry. I'm not at that point in my life and I don't think I ever want to be. I'm very comfortable sitting in the corner of my room with right. my microphone and my pajama pants. Like that's the life I want. And I think that's the other thing too. We have to think about that. What is the life that you want? We get stuck into watching what everyone else is doing, especially on Instagram. We're like, oh, that's so cool. But you have to really ask yourself, is that what you want? Is that the life you want? Is that the lifestyle you want? So, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes I think we forget the work that gets put into something and what it takes to achieve that. And then you realize if you, if you really reverse engineer it, sometimes you really don't want that. But it looks nice when it's nice and polished. So <laughs> I think it could be super tricky to differentiate between what you really want and what you think you want. I noticed that on your website, you have a three-part Instagram makeover. Yeah. So I always teach before, I think the biggest struggle and the, you know, the, one of the biggest questions or the most common question I get from women entrepreneurs is, I just don't know how to show up on Instagram. I just don't know what to post. And I think everyone has grappled with that frustration or situation. So before I even go into what to post, how to write a caption, I always take a step back with clients and we go to brand clarity. I think that is the utmost importance. You need to have your own brand clarity and what you want to be known for and your intentions for showing up on any social media platform before you can even determine like your content. So I call it like the three C's to Instagram growth. And real quick, what those three C's are, first of all, you have to have clarity. You need to clarify your own brand. And within that, that is understanding your why, understanding your core values, understanding your ideal audience, getting into your brand message, getting into your brand voice. All of that needs to be clarified and defined before you can even show up on Instagram. So clarity is the first C. Once you have clarity, then you can do the second C, which is creating your content. And most people want to start with creating content. And I don't think you can until you have that clarity. So then we get right. into creating content based on your intentions and your brand, then it's a lot easier to create content. And then the last C to that is creating your own consistency pattern. Because consistency is like a huge buzzword right now on Instagram. And I think most people roll their eyes when they hear the word consistency, because they immediately feel that they have to show up seven days a week and post twice a day. Like I think that's insanity. And I always tell clients, no, you don't. You get to decide what your consistency looks like. Create your own consistency pattern based on your intentions for Instagram and based on your ideal audience. So if you kind of follow those three C's, revisit them like every 90 days, then that's when you're going to see the growth in connections on Instagram happen. So it's clarity, content, and consistency. That's such a breath of fresh air when you can 
narrow it down in a way that doesn't make it feel like, I mean, it sounds so structured when you put it that way. It doesn't seem as nilly willy as just make sure you're constantly posting, you're constantly putting video out. So that's so valuable, I think, to start with uh, brand clarity, like you're saying. And I've heard that with other people when I talk to experts that are branding experts. Everybody always wants to start with the pretty colors and the Mm -hmm. fonts and the look of their business, but you really can't have that until you really define your brand. So I love that, you know, same with you. You're saying you have to go back to that clarity, the brand clarity to be able to really, really make an impact with your message. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of times people, you know, when they show up on Instagram, they're like, oh, I just want to put my brand out there. And, you know, you really have to understand you can't just put your brand out there and just talk about your brand because we have to remember really Instagram, once you're on there, it's no longer about us. We now have to think about our audience and why we're there. So what does our audience want from us? What do they want to learn? How do they want to be inspired? How do they want to be motivated? So when you show up on Instagram, you need to show up with the mindset that you are going to help and serve your audience and not sell to your audience. So when you're doing it in that fashion, you're going to have way more success on Instagram. I feel it. I think it's going to feel better for you too to show Mm -hmm. up with that mindset. You know, it won't feel like you're constantly trying to push a sale. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm always there to nurture my audience, connect with my audience and help with my audience. And if you're doing that, the sales will just naturally happen. And it's just going to be such a great feeling because you know that you did it in such a a serving fashion and it's going to feel so good. I can completely see that. And that feels so much more organic. It feels more natural. Can you give me an example of a success story? Oh, a success story. So I had a client who just absolutely did not want to do any video. And she felt very paralyzed. Once I gave her permission to not do video right away, she actually launched a podcast. And with that, she is actually now driving traffic from Instagram to her podcast. And that is how she's growing her audience. So even though all the gurus are telling you video is where it's at, it may not be the start for you. It is okay to utilize another feature of Instagram to grow your business. Because I know Instagram just recently came out saying that they're no longer a photo sharing platform, which everyone's freaking out. And (laughs) they feel that they have to stop what they're doing and do video. And I'm saying, no, keep posting, keep sharing your static post or your carousels or your post about your podcast episodes, because you're still going to grow your audience that way. Even though video might be prioritized, that doesn't mean you're going to stop what you're doing. So I think that was just, it was liberating for her to know that even though video is the way to go. She didn't feel pressured to do it. She let go of that. And then she was able to put her focus on her podcast and use Instagram as a marketing tool to 
talk about her podcast and drive traffic to her podcast. Yeah. Well, that makes so much sense, especially if you can actually remove some of that pressure of having to be constantly posting live video. I feel like it. some people probably just decide not to do it at all if that's the direction that it has to go in. But having permission to still continue posting only pictures, I think, you know, relieves some of that pressure. Can you give me an idea of the services that you offer? I know you were saying you're adding a few and maybe changing, but what services do you offer? So right now I do offer one-on-one 90-day intensive mentorship. That is someone who is just like completely lost on Instagram. And they really just want someone to hold their hand for the next 90 days and help them create and clarify their brand, create content, how to show up, kind of like a week by week, you know, playbook. So I have that. I also do group coaching. That's my Instagram growth bootcamp. It's an eight-week program. So I run that like every three months. And then I also have an online course. It is the Social Brand Accelerator course. That's for my DIYers who just really want to do it on their own. And then um, outside of that, I do have an Instagram Reels workshop. And that is just all on Reels, um, how to start with Reels. It gives you ideas on Reels, you know, really just the ins and outs and how to create and put reels out there. Awesome. That's a lot of great information. And especially if you're not sure where to get started, you've given a lot of options. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm I'm definitely one of those gals who wants my options. <laughs> right, right. Well, what actionable tips do you have for someone interested in redefining their brand on Instagram? So if they want to really redefine their brand on Instagram, I could share real quickly I have like five super hacks to Instagram connections and leads. And the first hack is identifying that Instagram objective. Ask yourself, why are you on the platform in the first place? Is it to build brand community? Is it to drive traffic to your website or maybe a podcast? So that's number one, identify your Instagram objective. Number two is understanding your approach to Instagram. And the whole goal is to nurture your audience. And then you want to move your audience off the platform to either your website or your storefront. Number three is, this is a big one, do a bio self-audit. Because you want to make sure that your Instagram bio is focused on your audience and how you serve them and not what you sell. So I do have a freebie. It is that three-part Instagram makeover. I can send you the link for that. But it helps you to audit your bio and helps you construct it the right way so you're actually attracting the right people to you. And then number four is creating content categories. And the best thing about this is it keeps you consistent and it keeps you connected to your audience without having to sell to your audience. So content categories can look like um, lifestyle posts, behind the scenes, tips and tutorials. Maybe you can talk about the benefits to working with you. It can be inspirational posts. So when we structure our posts to follow content categories, It's a way to not be talking about the same thing over and over and feel like a broken record. You're still making connections through helping your audience and talking about your business without being spammy. And then finally, it goes into your messaging. I think a lot of people just don't know how to really talk about their brand 
put their brand message out there or write their captions. So there's just three styles that I think you need to focus on. First is be educational, be entertaining, or be relatable. So if your content is educational, entertaining, or relatable, that is how you're going to attract your ideal person. And that's how you're going to talk to your people and make those connections. Those are amazing tips. The last thing I wanted to ask is if you had a piece of advice or something valuable that you learned from starting your own business. I would say focus on you as a brand and not your business. I think, like you said earlier, we start with the pretty logo and the colors, but you are the brand. You are the face to the brand. So when you're trying to put yourself out there on any social media platform, especially Instagram, don't be afraid to show your face. Show your face and use your voice. That is the best way to be authentic and make those connections, especially in your Instagram stories. Don't be afraid to turn that camera around, right? (laughs) Even though we're not looking our best, but hey, we're mompreneurs. This is real life, right? We're not on the beach in, you know, wherever (laughs) in Hawaii and we don't have the laptop lifestyle. Like that's just, that is like the 1% of Instagram influencers and they're only showing their highlight reel. So I think don't be afraid to show it messy, but show your face and use your voice. Don't hide behind your laptop. Don't hide behind your business and don't hide behind your logo. Logo. You need to be able to show you and what you stand for. And don't be afraid to tell people why you're doing this. Like, what is your why? Be vulnerable. That's perfect. Thank you so much for that. How can we connect with you? So I'm on Instagram at Allison Scholes, or you can check out my website, bossladyinsweatpants.com. I do have um, a resource tab where you can just click on resources. And that's where all my freebies are at or my courses that you can snag. Awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you, Allison. Thank you. I appreciate this. Well, there you have it, my friend. Another incredible entrepreneur shining her light on the social media dilemma. I love Allison's three C's approach to Instagram. It's so easy to understand and more importantly, super easy to follow. Allison is offering a three-part Instagram makeover, so be sure to check the show notes to connect with Allison and to get your free guide. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Handmade CEO podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes to get a glimpse of today's featured guest and special offers. If you love the show, leave a review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Now it's your turn to start handcrafting your dream job. 